Welcome to Victorious Living. So, Christian character is not found in the world at large, and we understand that, and sometimes it's also missing in some who are Christians. Paul tells us we are to be thus minded to proper character and conduct. Be thus minded. Keep it on your mind, character and conduct. And a lot of times, character and conduct is a big hindrance to our faith. It is a hindrance to one's faith, just the character and conduct of their life. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us four characteristics of total victory in Christ. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares four characteristics of total victory. All right. You know, uh, as Brown was talking, I happen to have that here. I think because we have heard so much teaching and preaching about victory that we could think that victory is automatic. A Christian could believe that victory is a permanent status because they are a Christian. But you know, we can say that's not true because there is a fight going on, the fight of faith. So we, we don't want to get lulled to sleep in thinking perhaps that we don't uh, uh, understand that, they, that we are in a fight. And uh, I, I, victory, you know, is much like a sports team in, in, in a certain way that wins the game today, but they have another game coming up next week. So we get blessed today, but we got another day coming up. And we get a blessing along the way, and there's another day coming up. So I don't know that any of you have had that, but there are perhaps some that has that uh, thought pattern that just because they are a Christian, that uh, God will, will bless them. And as Brian has stated, you know, that victory comes through the operation of our faith and what we are believing God for. So what, and back to the, uh, the uh, sports team thing, what does the coach tell their team? He always tells them, or what I'm familiar with at least, enjoy, enjoy your win, but keep your focus on the next game. Stay in a ready position when you face that you're in the next game in our situation when we face the next test and trial. So let's look at Philippians chapter 3 verses 13 and 15. And uh, you know I always lean back on the writings that Peter said I'm not writing to you because you don't know the truth. I'm writing to you because you know the truth. What was he saying? It is important to keep remembering and don't lose remembrance of what God and who God is and what he is to us. Philippians chapter 3 verses 13 to 15. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. Now, the whole context of this, this thing is most of the time it's referred back to what Paul experienced before he came to Christ. And that's probably a part of that as well. But he said, I count not myself to have apprehended. 
What he's saying, I have not yet gained the total victory that Christ has for me. And so I don't know that any of us have. I don't know that any of us perhaps might even do it here, but we do know that we can, uh, we can uh, believe God for it. But he said, then uh, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. And there again, making reference perhaps to the uh, to his life before being born again. But yet uh, here we, uh, we sometimes forget the blessing that God has blessed us with and kind of sometimes could draw, could set us, us you know, uh, drive a stake in the ground there as it were. But he said, uh, he said, I do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth under those things which are before, you know, God can bless you in a lot of different ways, but there, there's something out in the future that God can do for us even more than what we already have experienced. But this, the 14th verse says, I press toward the mark. What was Paul's mark? Well, probably there's a lot included in it, but in this particular uh, setting here, pressing toward the mark for total victory. I'm pressing toward the mark, toward the total victory that God has for me. And I know there's other things that's included in Paul's life and his ministry and so forth. And so he said, let us therefore, then the 15th verse, let us therefore as many as be perfect. Now that's an interesting word and we know what perfect means. But the word perfect in this particular setting and you, how it's used here is the word maturing. And so let us therefore as many as be maturing be thus minded. And if anything ye brother of ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. So the word perfect is interesting as well. It does not apply here to perfection or faultlessness or even the believer being sinless. The word perfect in this sense uses or means to be reaching for complete conformity to those requirements revealed in the scriptures, in the word of God. And so we can see that, that character and conduct are very relevant, are very much connected to this matter a victory in Christ. Character in a biblical sense also means to always be being led by the Spirit. And so some of these things we read, they don't sound very, you know, roof raising. And sometimes, you know, we may, a person may not think a lot about when they hear the Scripture, but yet the Scripture is given for our admonition. And so we have to receive it in such a way as that because we're not going to have any faith unless we get it from the word. We're not going to have any power unless we get it from the word. We're not going to have any blessing unless we get it from the word as a result of the word. And so just reading through the word is, is a vital part of our faith life. 
doesn't mean we shout our way. You understand that. We doesn't mean, you know, that, uh, that, you know, you jump up and down and run, run around the house and that kind of thing. Now that's not to say you, you couldn't do that on occasion, but, but normally we don't do that when we sit down to read the Bible. We don't, we don't, we're probably sitting or however, we're, we're reading because it's important of what we are receiving from what we are reading. And that is what God has promised to us because faith comes to us through the word of God. So Christian character is not found in the world at large. And we understand that And sometimes it's also missing in some who are Christians. Christian character is not found in the world. They're not Christians. Uh, and sometimes it is also missing in some who are, are Christian, Christian char- character. So Christian character. Paul tells us we are to be thus minded to proper character and conduct. Be thus minded. Keep it on your mind, character and conduct. A lot of times character and conduct is a big hindrance to our faith. It is a hindrance to one's faith, just the character and conduct of their life. It is, it is, you know, we could say detrimental to their faith. So it's important to read the word. You're not looking for some elevated feeling or you're not looking for some euphoria to happen to you. We're reading it because there's something God is depositing inside of us as we read the word and as we receive the word. And uh, we're, we, we may not feel as excited about it as we have at others, but that doesn't lessen what God is bringing to us through his word. Okay. And so there have been many relationships as I change just a little bit here. There have been many relationship situations between believers because of the absence of Christian character and conduct. A lot of different things that happens there in their relationship together. And in most cases, when there is this kind of situation between two people, it is because there is the absence of Christian character and conduct on both sides, creating disunity in the body. Now you think about that for a moment in the upper room of the day of Pentecost, which we're all familiar with, how that the 120 in the room got unified. You know, sometimes we can't even get unified with ourselves. I say that a lot. We can't can't get in agreement with ourselves, much less 120. So when you gather 120 people together today, it's a difficult job. Only the Spirit of God can help us and create that. But yet unity is like the... The oil or the anointing is poured on the head and ran down the beard and so forth and so on. So in a lot of cases uh, where there is this kind of situation between two believers, in most cases when there is this kind of uh, situation between two people is because there is an absence of Christian character and conduct on both sides creating disunity between the two and disunity sometimes in the body. 
So if we want more anointing, then we want more unity. And if we can enclose a group who is in one accord, then we have turned the spigot on, as we could say, for the power of God to manifest itself among us. And so Paul is just, he's just going through some things that there in the Philippians 3, 13 and 15. Now, I want to go through these points with you real quickly tonight. Again, remember, it's not because you don't know them. It's not because there's a new revelation. No, none of that. But I think sometimes people could be looking for something new or a new revelation and forget the old, what we would call the old revelation that we have hung our life on in years past and behind. Number one, victory, total victory comes when the spirit of one's mind is in total harmony with God's spirit. Total victory comes when one's mind is in total unity with the spirit of God or the word of God, as we say. So there has to be a unifying factor going on in our relationship with God where unity is created between us and God and then broaden that out into a group of people where that unity is, is uh, unified in the people as well. And so total victory comes when the Spirit... It's our hope that today's message, Four Characteristics of Total Victory in Christ, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request offer 28. Today's offer number is 28. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.